Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. We are Mark and Marcia. Thank you for joining us on Computer Technology Radio. You know, for those of you who are new to us, we created this show, oh gosh, 21 years ago. Marcia joined me about 15 years ago uh, for the sole purpose of talking all things tech, computers, social media, movies, everything that you could possibly think of. Today we're going to be talking about is the FBI hacking in or getting your message app data uh, we'll talk a little bit about Windows 11 tips, and we're going to talk about one of our favorite things of all time, holiday movies and the best holiday movies. And, and gadgets Marcia, what and would you gifts like to and gadgets, gadgets and yeah. gifts. And, and, uh, you, and, have and you have a great buy I of the do. week. You have a great buy of the week, and I'm going to review the Epson Echo Tank ET2850 printer, which is actually groundbreaking. So we got a lot for the show today. Excellent. Lots to do. Uh, well, why don't we get right into it then? You know, um, the news, of course, this past week, you know, scary again, new, you know, a new strain of the COVID vaccine. But frankly, so far, it hasn't been any big deal yet. You know, they're saying everybody that's gotten this new strain of COVID is get mild symptoms and nothing of any major seriousness. So let's hope that's the way it stays. Well, but what's really, what's a, really funny is that Nobody can pronounce Omicron, and you can tell because when they were in college, they were never in a fraternity or sorority, right? Because sure. Omicron is yeah, <laughs> exactly. one of the words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Delta and Omicron and right. Alpha and all the other stuff right. that was going on there. And I wasn't, I wasn't in a fraternity in uh, college uh, either. I visited a lot of sororities. Is that I was a count? sweetheart. I was a sweetheart. Oh, you've always Aww. been a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. there you go. Uh, so apparently you are now going to be able to get a free do-it-yourself COVID test for your home. Uh, free, I said. And basically, uh, private insurance, according to President Biden, they announced on December 2nd that they will provide COVID-19 test kits to use at home. Uh, so you can get reimbursed from your private health insurance. For those people that don't have private health insurance, you'll also be able to get it uh, at free as well. Number of ways you can do that, you know, depending upon how the different pharmacies and such provide them. Uh, you can either, again, get reimbursed or you can, uh, the pharmacy will perhaps just give it to you for free. Uh, and that's going to be good. You can test yourself at home. You don't have to go through that testing when you drive through and they stick something in your nose. Uh, and it's a really good idea, I think, uh, for those who, as I say, for those who don't have health uh, insurance, there'll be thousands of locations to pick up COVID-19 test kits and take them home and swap yourself. Uh, they'll you have know, millions you know, more tests available. Can we pull the car over for a minute and, and let's talk about privacy? <laughs> Cause, yeah, sure. Uh, in the article we read, it showed the Abbott test, which is a great test, and that's the one we use for Thanksgiving. Made everybody wait, right. take a COVID test before they walked in the room, Yeah, which, which was idea. not a bad idea. And no. using a CVS coupon, we got, you know, they send those coupons every once in a while, or the, the long yeah. coupons. Yeah, so we got a whole bunch off, and we just got six, you know, six packages, and it was pretty much a deal. Right because we got something off. And our insurance doesn't know how many tests we're taking. And right. I just don't know privacy. What will happen? Let's say you're taking a bunch of tests. 
mm-hmm. or you're buying them for a whole family. Nobody will know it's coming out of your insurance. And I wonder what the repercussions, I know, I know it sounds like I'm a little weird, but you know, what are they going to draw from this? What kind of information? Because we already know that you know, if you haven't had your flu shot, they know and then they keep bugging you and the whole thing. But it, it just becomes part of your per- permanent record. Huh? Joe Blow bought 10 this month. Why? You know, what is he doing? Right. So I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how yeah. comfortable I feel with this. But you did it anyway. Well, no, we bought it. Oh, oh cash, as opposed to getting it for money. free, you're saying? Yeah, with cash oh, money. Oh, well, I, yeah. I mean... We, we use the coupon. In this case, there's... I, yeah, I don't know that the, the we don't know yet exactly how this is going to work. But according to them, you'll just be able to drive up, and they'll hand you one. But that doesn't mean to say they won't ask for your information as well. So well, we if they're going to charge private health but insurance, in any case, they are they are going to pri- charge private health insurance. Well, I mean, through your private health part. insurance, yeah, right, right, right. So they're going to have a record as to how many you buy. So. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I have to think that through as to whether I think that makes any difference or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know uh, if we'll it see, does but either, case, but I thought I'd yourself. throw it in. So, Marsha, here's something in the category of I'm not sure we really care about it. Um, apparently, Pixel, which has been rumoring this for a while, is talking about coming out with a smartwatch. You know, they're only seven, eight years behind everybody else that's done this, the Apple Watch, the Android watches, you know, Samsung. Yeah, but wait a minute. Google owns Fitbit. So Right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, yeah. yeah, so you got that. Yeah, I mean, the Pixel Watch is codenamed Rohan, uh, according to a report, and uh, it looks like they'll be coming out with a round face with no bezel, according to the report, as well as a heart rate monitor and a step counter, which is a nice addition, I have to say. Uh, the question is, do we care about that? I think Apple is coming out with an, with their new smartwatch is going to have a blood pressure monitor as well. So I don't know. Do you no, care and, about it? Uh, Huawei is coming out with a watch that has... Um, it's been approved in the EU, I believe, for blood pressure. But okay, the thing yeah, is, thing. I honestly think people are driving themselves crazy and wasting a lot of time on these smartwatches. First of all, I like to wear a nice watch, a pretty watch, a jewelry yeah, watch. I, I do not it. like wearing this big hunk of stuff. I wear a fitness band for my every day. Right. Um, and to be honest with you, I have interchanged the new Apple Watch and a Fitbit and my Huawei band, and they all give different readings. <laughs> they do. They <laughs> so, definitely do. So, so in my personal opinion, they're still toys. Yeah. You know, and they also stress out people because they're, oh my goodness, this, I did not get enough sleep, but I feel all right. But my yeah. watch says I did not yeah, get enough right, sleep. Exactly. It's baloney, you know. They're cute, they're toys, but until something is really a medical device, which you notice they're not calling them medical device. No, they're not. No. Uh, and why? Why waste money on them? I mean, yeah, yeah you, know, you can close your circles. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, although I have to say, and I will admit to this, I, I was a watch freak too. I had uh, dozens of watches, and I wore a different one every day. And then I got the Apple Watch, and it kind of does force me. To know, oh, I've got another mile and a half to go today. So yeah. I am one of those people that it, that it helps. And well, that's I wear... why I wear a fitness band, which is right. so much smaller. It's right. so much smaller. Or the Aura Ring, 
which, you know, used to be a different brand that you tested out a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, I did. Um, that does the same thing. You don't have to have a big honking piece drain it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see where I, it goes. I think wearables are very important, but I really think they've gotten out of control. And the fact that on some of these, to get all the benefits, you have to add a bunch of third-party apps. Right. I don't like that at all. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I And I have, I don't know, 35 things on my Apple Watch, of see? which I use four. Right. You know, I don't even pay attention to it. I mean, as I say, I use it for working out. But the I rest you're for, getting your data. Well, and some selling of the, it. well, the one plus, <laughs> yeah, well, the one plus on the Apple Watch is it's also a phone. So if mm -hmm. I'm out walking or, you know, I can answer a phone call, I don't have to have my smart watch, my, uh, my smartphone with me. I can walk mm -hmm. around the neighborhood because it's got a built in phone. So, and that comes in handy from time to time yeah. where I actually do yeah. answer a call. But for, but, you know, for the most part, I think they're nice uh, fitness trackers and, you know, you don't have to spend $1,000 on an Apple Watch to get a fitness tracker. Uh, yeah, Fitbit but a fitness what, band and Fitbit does a beautiful job with them. And I use a Huawei, which you can still buy in the U.S. Yeah. Um, uh, they're, you know, under $200, yeah, much under $200. And there's even another brand that I forget, I forget the name of it, but the fitness bands do a great job. Yeah, and you're only dealing with one app, yes. you know, one health app that gets the basic information you need. I mean, if I go on a walk... Or on a run, haha. Ha. <laughs> yeah. You know, on my app, I get the little map of this is where you walked, and right. And I, I don't have a big giant honking thing on my wrist. So well, I will say that you know the Apple Watch is a little bit bigger, but the truth is, I don't even notice it's there anymore. Uh, I mean, it's well, because you, you always know, wore a watch, yeah. Yeah, right, correct. Yeah, if you didn't wear a watch before, then there is something on there. But you know, you get used to it, I think, pretty quick. But. Anyway, you found a story that's a little bit on the disturbing side about WhatsApp well, and iMessage message. Which is which is extra disturbing because just today I got a text from a relative in Europe mm -hmm. who said, "You know, join me on WhatsApp." And I deleted WhatsApp from my phone for privacy reasons. Right. Um it seems an internal FBI document revealed how much data can be taken legally. Right. Or messaging apps. iMessage and WhatsApp were the most permissive in that regard. Signal and Telegram, which are supposed to be uber, uber private, right. uh, they didn't give out that much data. But let's face it, the world is using iMessage, right? And WhatsApp the most. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to yeah, say, go well, it's, it's kind of, well, I was just going to say, it's interesting because as long as, the story is, as long as you text someone and you both delete the information, they don't store it on their servers. So except, the question is... Except yeah. WhatsApp. Well, and WhatsApp we claims don't, they don't store it on their servers. They okay, claim uh, there was an FBI... It, there is an FBI document that you can find on the internet, which is tough to read, even on a, on a screen... Right. But it shows you what all the issues are. And you can find these easily by searching WhatsApp or iMessage, FBI, right. to see what it's not as innocuous, uh, limited message content. I mean, let's face it. If Apple was saying they were going to scour pictures for uh, child porn, somebody is looking at messages. 
they are being scanned. I'm not saying a human being, but right. AI is pretty, you know, pretty active. Uh, the FBI can grab message content too. And Apple is required to hand over iCloud encryption key with a search warrant. Which tells you, by the way, that you, if you're concerned at all about this, don't back up your iMessages <laughs> or, or your WhatsApp on the cloud. You know, you can turn and, that off. Yeah, iMessage only serves up basic subscriber information with a subpoena. Right. But it dishes out 25 days of iMessage search queries with a court order. Right. So if they have a search warrant, they can also make backups of a target's device and see actual messages if the targeted person is using iCloud backups for iMessage. Right, correct. So as Mark just said, you don't want to backup on iMessage. I mean, really, do we really need our texts? Do we really no, need to keep cares? these forever? I no, mean, they're texts for heaven's sake. Right. Um, yeah, so... Apple's service does not offer a surveillance slash pen register cap capability like WhatsApp does. And WhatsApp is the, is the more popular one with everybody else. I mean, look, my cousin's on iPhone and he uses WhatsApp because everybody thinks it's more secure. Right. And folks, it's Facebook. And the sooner we realize that all Facebook wants is our lifeblood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Right. Every, they want every they want the metaverse we have to be more careful and we have to say you know because well, you can say i'm not doing anything i don't care what they see yeah but if your cousin that you don't even know of commits a crime or something and the fbi does their tracing and goes back to you then all of a sudden somebody's going to be reading your stuff yeah so yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah. don't back up your stuff Delete. The only thing you can't control is that if you're texting somebody and you want to, and you delete it from your end, they also have to delete it from their end or it will stay around. So, you know, if exactly, you know, so yeah, you got to make sure that both parties delete that information from their phones if they want to do that. So who knows? We'll see. Uh, great. So stuff, I right? found that I found this article, you know, and, and there's a lot of pros, cons, questions, um, it was on NBC, and it was still paying for antivirus software. Experts say you probably don't need it. Well, it's, I will grant you that computers and phones and everything have built-in antivirus, but it still doesn't protect you from stupid. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, your biggest, the, the biggest problems come when you click a link that you shouldn't. Exactly. And, you know, so many things get hacked, like you get the message on your phone. Did you just spend blank amount of money at blank store? Right. Now, I didn't tap to that. That was followed up by another text message that says, call, you know, this phone number to confirm. So what I did do is I went directly to the app in my phone. And yes, indeed, there was a question and it was legit. But I didn't click because if I would have called that number and that would not have been my credit card company, uh, they would have asked for personal information, which you should never give out ever, ever, ever. And so right. the point being here is that there's no software that would have protected me from that. No. I mean, I have to say that years ago, this goes back to our days on ABC where I hated Norton. 
I hated it. I refused to use I'm, it. it. You was know, I still have a thing. I still have a thing against Norton. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just refused to do it, and then subsequent years, I just stopped using antivirus software. I, uh, you know, I'm careful. I don't click on links I don't know, and it's you know, knock wood, it's been okay. So I don't know that you need it. You know, there are some built-in things, for example, in Windows. Windows Defender is in there automatically. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know that you need to go out and spend 50 or $60 or an annual subscription or whatever you do. Just be cautious. But you know, let me just make one comment. I do subscribe to Malwarebytes. Mm -hmm. Now, Malwarebytes technically isn't an antivirus software, but it does do that. It looks deeper for things. It looks for websites. It, you know, if you go to a website and there's a problem, it will close the connection immediately. Right. Um if a website drop, tries to drop malware onto your computer that you've gone to, it drops the connection. Uh, there's even ransomware protection in Malwarebytes, which is huge, and exploit protection. So these are things that don't normally come on an antivirus program, or they may now. I haven't looked, but uh, Malwarebytes has done the job for me along with what comes you know, free with Windows. Right. So that's, that is something I subscribe to, and it covers three computers for a reasonable price. So there and you I, go. It, according to Simon Edwards, who's the founder of the SE Labs, which is a London-based company that compares and tests antivirus programs, Microsoft Defender, free, uh, yep. is as effective as anything else that you can buy. Yep. So yep. you might not want to do that anymore. You might not want to spend your good hard-earned money yep. on antivirus software. Just, but... Yeah. You got to be it's careful. The ran it's the ransomware stuff that creeps me. It's that kind of stuff. It's the deep stuff. And, the and again, those aren't even covered on antivirus right. programs. Exactly. So, uh, okay. Uh, you know, it's funny. I've used humidifiers through the years. And if I got sick or something, I have one in the house. Uh, is that going to help me f with COVID? Interestingly, and I think this could be the gift. Oh, we're going to talk a lot about gifts for gifts for gifts further in the show um and humidifiers we started using them a couple of years ago uh you and i had been to a ces and they had these really groovy looking humidifiers that kind of look like works of art they, right. and i searched around the internet and i found the manufacturer and i bought them and we keep them and we generally only use them in the summer but the thing is that Influenza-like illnesses are spread with droplets, as we know. And they've done lab studies with ferrets and guinea pigs. And they have found that the highest outbreaks happen in winter, when weather is unusually dry. The influenza virus spreads more readily when the relative humidity inside those animal cages fell below 40%. Right. Now, in this article, they say a typical humidity range in warmer weather is between 40 and 60%. Are you kidding? Here in California, if it's 60%, we're walking around going, oh, the humidity, oh, it's killing me. And in the winter, we're used to really in the teens, the humidity, right? Yes, right, sure. And then you turn on the heater, and that lowers the humidity even further. So, yes, it is a good idea because the motions of the watery layer that comes out of the, you know, the humidifier will catch uh, viruses and bacteria and things like that. 
uh, because it, it, it just does, you know, and it is. Now, they say maybe it doesn't, but what could it hurt? I, all I know is when I have a humidifier and I have a cool air humidifier, it's nicer in the house when I have it on. Do you use one at all other than when you're sick? No, no, I, I really don't use one other than if I'm sick. And even then, I don't use it all that often. But I still think it's a good idea. You know, it's... It, uh, it really is. And it's a good gift because they're making better looking ones now. They don't yeah. They don't look like hospital machines anymore. Yeah, that's um, kind of what mine looks like. Yeah. I, I got a beautiful one. Every time someone sees it, they go, ooh, that, that's wow, nice. Wow, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, they did tests, swabbing samples. I'm not going into the thing. But, hey... What makes sense? Yeah, when it's really dry, your nose dries out and exposes it a lot more to incoming viruses, particles, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. what yeah, could it hurt? Add a little add a little moisture to your air. Exactly. All right, so I installed Windows 11. I've I did not, so this yep. is all you. <laughs> okay, I, I've been using it for about two months, and I have found it to be flawless. I've had no issues with it. Uh, the first, I installed it on my first computer, which was not my regular everyday computer because I wanted to see how that went. I mentioned on the air, it took forever to install it. It was almost an overnight installation. When I did the second one, which was newer and faster, it took about an hour to do. So it went fairly smoothly. Uh, so if you have gone to Windows 11, hopefully you have not run into you know problems of any kind, but there are some things and some tips you can use that will help you uh, for years, Windows had always had their search window where you click on it to find what's on your uh, computer was on the left side of the screen. In the new Windows update, they moved everything to the center. Well, if you're someone that looks at it and goes, wait, uh, you know, I like it on the left side, don't, don't uh, despair. You can actually change it back. All you have to do is right-click the taskbar, open what they call taskbar settings, and then in that taskbar settings, you're going to find the taskbar behavior. Drop down, and you can actually change it back to the left side. And just for fun, I actually did this this morning. I don't know which one I like more or less, but it is now back on the left side of the screen where you, you know, if you've been a longtime Windows user, that's where you go to look for it. So uh, you can do that with it. Uh, there's also a simplified right-click menu. Uh, focuses on the most important settings on your computer. Uh, if you want to show more settings like print or put it in a new background or file, uh, find a file, you can now hit the show more options and that'll spill over into an additional menu. So that's kind of quick. Um, you can also use what they call quick settings, which you can customize that appear in the action center in Windows 10 from the uh, panel notification. Basically, you just click the area of the taskbar that has a Wi-Fi speaker on it uh, battery and battery icons. You can open the system menu or the settings menu that lets you control those features. Again, like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, uh, airplane mode, battery saver mode, and such. And to add and remove programs here, click the pencil-shaped edit quick setting button uh, and unpen or pin whatever you want to use on there. Now, Marcia, you had a question about that. Okay, so not so much a question, but... Uh you know, by the way, my new book just came out last week, Android Smartphones for Seniors for Dummies. And I explained in the book the connection between Microsoft and Android. Right. And there's a whole lot of connection and patents that go back and forth. The screenshots that I have seen on Windows 11 look exactly like an Android phone. I mean, exactly. 
So I think what they're doing is they're combining the best of the two, to be perfectly honest with you, because as much as people don't realize it, I mean, Google is one company, Microsoft is another, but they share patents. Right. And the widgets with Android 12, which I did the beta on and uninstalled, (laughs) but I saw where it was going, and it's exactly, exactly like Windows 11. So one of the things I say in my book is if someone's more comfortable with Android, it's because it was born out of Windows. Right. And if you're used to wearing, uh, wearing, using Windows, uh, then Android may be more easy for you because it really is. I mean, the quick settings panel, I call it in my book, the window shade. Mm-hmm. I do call it the quick settings panel too, but that's central to the experience on an Android phone. Yeah, so, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah I, it's basically like the two of them are getting more and more similar. Yeah, you know, and I am the, kind of the opposite of that. I've been a Windows uh, PC user forever. I never went over to a Mac, although I've had Macs in the past. Uh, but I use iPad and iPhone for everything else, but my PC is still my PC. So, um, And I a lot of people are just like that. A lot yeah. of people are just that same way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, if you want to replace the old taskbar view button with a redesigned one, which is on the new Windows 11, you can now create and manage multiple desktops. All you have to do is hover over the icon to see any virtual desktops or you, if you want to create a new one, and then they can be arranged as needed so you can drag them from one place to the other. Uh, last tip maybe we'll just give you is you can also use your, you know, everybody loves widgets, uh, from whether it's weather or entertainment or sports or whatever. Um, you know, windows 10 had some widgets, but windows 11 has them all over the place and you can check all kinds of things that you want. You can customize the widgets to suit your needs. You can arrange them on the page and you can manage your news. And that's just straight out of Android. That's straight. Right. You know, it's straight out of the hood. So... Yeah, You're exactly. going to have a buy of the week that I'm very excited about. I am going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Time? It is time. for Now is the time where we search the universe, the planets, and the seven seas, and, oh, yeah, Amazon, for the buy of the week. Thank you very much. Uh, so if you're looking for a nice gaming monitor, this is a really good price on the monitor. AOC, which has gotten a lot of great reviews. I mean, on Amazon, this has had 14, Nobody almost 14. Nobody makes a crappy monitor anymore. I yeah, really that's true. Think. Mo- you know, I think you're right. I good. think most of them are. Um, AOC has, they have 14,000 reviews and they've gotten a four and a half out of five star reviews on it. It's a 27 inch AOC gaming, what they call their G2 series monitor comes with 920 by, uh, 1920 rather by 1080p full HDP. So two full 1080p, uh, resolution comes with an IPS panel. Uh, it's got a rapid one millisecond response time. It's three-sided, and it has a frameless design, so you can use wide viewing for gaming. It's height-adjustable. It comes with low blue light mode and flickers, uh, which help you during your gaming systems. And uh, it comes with one display port, two HDMI ports, one VGA port. All those things are available. Now, normally this sells for in the vicinity of about $260. It is on sale at Amazon today for $199.99. So you save almost uh, 60 bucks off of that, about 23% off the price of it. And if you're a gamer, or even if you're not a gamer, it's a nice looking monitor to use. And if you're looking for a widescreen monitor, you can get that today. Again, it's the AOC 27G 
2 27-inch frameless gaming monitor available on Amazon today, marked down from $259.99 for $199.99, and that is our buy of the week. Well, honestly, so, uh, I don't think a monitor can ever be too big. <laughs> I just yeah, I, it yeah. can't it can't be. I think Kurt's going to my husband is going to take a look at Costco. They have that giant curved monitor on yeah. sale. He he's looking at for for what he does on the computer, I got nothing. <laughs> this is yeah, how exactly. many windows you want open, but if well, it right. makes you happy, the prices are really coming down. Hey, if you got a desk large enough, why don't you get yourself a 70-inch monitor? And then, you know, uh, you can work on that. I mean, that should be fun. I think uh, most people should have a 70-inch TV. Well, I agree with that. To yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah, I agree. And they're getting so cheap. <laughs> TVs have come down so dramatically in price. You know, the more expensive ones are still two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000. But you can get a 65, 70-inch monitor now. I mean, TV for five, $600. So they've really dropped down in price. So there's some good stuff in there. Uh, okay, you know, I have to. I have to tell you, I I got yeah. for review. Now we get printers for review, and uh, I don't know how picky you are on printers. I'm very picky. My mainstay is an old HP uh, laser, color I laser, am. all in one. I love it. It works, and it's cheap because it's right. laser. I mean, it's not exp it's not cheap when you buy the the things, but I buy the. Cassettes, what, every two years? Right. So, okay, I'm good with that. But uh, Epson wanted to prove me wrong on what was great. And I'm green. Uh, you know, I like to be sure that I'm not ruining the environment. And HP had a thing where you could mail in the uh, cartridges from the laser printer. Did you know that? Yeah. They, yeah. they come with a label. You can mail them back in. I don't know where they go or what they do, but you don't ha have them in the landfill where you live. Right. But they sent me the Echo Tank ET2850, the Epson Echo Tank. Mm -hmm. And what is so cool about this is it's cartridge-free. And that's one of the things that killed me. And I refused to use an inkjet at home because I hated throwing out those inkjet cartridges. I mean, right. it's just bad for the environment. Well, they each, they have replacement ink, which is equivalent to about 90 individual cartridges, 90. And all you do, it has an echo fit ink bottle that fits right into where the little, it's not a cartridge because it's built into the printer right. and you can fill it up. Magic. I mean, you don't have to keep buying cartridges. When yeah, you that's buy really cool. When you buy the printer, it costs about two ninety nine, and it is a little hard to find. But you know, there is the internet; you're going to find it somewhere, right? For about two ninety nine, mm -hmm. and um, it gives you ninety. Uh, you save ninety percent with ink bottles versus ink cartridges in money. Uh, it includes up to two years of ink in the box, and best of all, it's an all in one, and it's wireless, and it's yeah, not ugly. Great. So you can put it in the house. Anybody can use it from anywhere. I mean, if you have a separate office at home, maybe you're sick of people going into your office to pick up things they printed out, right? Right. Because, you know, you're going to play bingo online, so you got to print out your bingo Yeah, papers. exactly. <laughs> so it's a scanner. It's a copier. Auto two-sided printing. That's automatic two-sided printing. Ultra-high-yield replacement ink bottles. And 
Again, you only have your standard black, cyan, magenta, and yellow. Those three colors make up every color of the universe. And I really have to tell you that I think it's incredibly innovated. The print quality is beautiful. Uh, they have a micro piezo heat-free technology. Cool. But whatever that means, the printing is great. It's Energy Star qualified, which to me, you know, a lot of people today don't care about the environment. But I care about the fact that there's no cartridge waste. Uh, we're saving electricity using it. Um, two years of ink in the box. The copier. Now, the one thing it doesn't have is a fax, but who needs that anymore? Let's face it. Right, right. <laughs> just, just make a PDF of your document and email it. Um, the reviews everywhere are fabulous about the printer. And it's Wi-Fi. So I, I honestly have nothing bad to say about this printer. I can only say good things. And I'm very lucky to have been able to test it out because... And the ink bottles, twenty ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty inexpensive. I mean, you know. Oh, wait the, a minute! That's a four pack for twenty ninety nine. Right. Yeah. Oh, you oh, get, you get four col colors. You get oh, that's all really the colors cheap. for twenty bucks. Yeah, because it's about and, seventy eighty dollars to get all the colors on an inkjet. I, I use right. a Canon, which I've been using for years, and it is annoying, you know, to constantly be replacing them. I have to try this printer because. Uh, and that, I, I by the way, the ink bottles that I mentioned are compatible. They're not the official Epson. Ink. Right. But if you remember on some of the older printers, if you'd put a cartridge in that didn't have the right barcode, the printer wouldn't print and it would say, you are using product that is not for this printer. You remember that, uh, right? Oh, no, don't, don't remember that. I have a Canon printer, which is, I would say, a year or so uh, old, and it, it will not accept non-Canon cartridges. It comes right up on the screen. You cannot use this cartridge. So that's not a thing and, of the past. That still and exists. And it's true that I'm sure the Epson cartridges themselves are a lot better. But, you know, if you're in a financial pinch. <laughs> yeah, this is great. $20. Wow. Uh, and the printer is $299. I think it's great. Um, you can print from any smart device, two-year limited warranty. That's it. That's all I can say on this review, except I really think it's very cool. And if it, you want to give a major gift, there it is. Yeah, that's really cool. As long as it does good print work, and uh, I would be into not having to replace my cartridges every two years. That would be amazing. So I would love to see that. Um, okay, so you had, is there? We had talked about different cables. We've talked about cables a million times on the show. What are the right cables to use? Do you have to use the cable that match your phones? Yeah, <laughs> okay, and I did and write, and I did write about this in my book uh, because I actually tested. With a watt thing. <laughs> a watt yeah, thing? I, a watt thing. You know, I don't know the technical terms for all the tech gizmos. I just tell you, you know, that measures how things work. And the truth is, if you want your charging to function properly, you have to use the charging block and the cable that is meant for your phone. Now, what you can do is if you care, you look up exactly the wattage and exactly... Uh, what you need for the for the block right but the bottom line is the cable is the important thing so you know you're gonna we talked about this before you know yeah the phone may be 
the same price, but now you have to spend $50 on accessories if you want to charge. <laughs> right. And yeah. there's low quality cables. Let's, uh, I'll say it all over Amazon, right? I yeah, mean, it, you, you get these crappy, crappy cables. You have to get the best cables. You cannot, as much as I use Amazon, you really can't rely on the reviews all the time. No, no, for we'll sure. talk about the bad reviews maybe next week, but yeah, it's just buy, get the official cable. Assume that that is part of the cost of your f device. And that goes for an iPhone or a Samsung or a OnePlus. Get the right cable. Get the right charging block if you can, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so why don't we talk some tech, tech gifts um, you've, you had a bunch of things you wanted to talk about. There's a, you know, we're getting closer to the, to the Hanukkah is going on right now. And, uh, Christmas is less than a month away, of course. Well, my so, big, my big Hanukkah gift was the one that you pointed out in a buy of the week. And I went nuts and bought a bunch of the Bose sunglasses, Right. Uh, because I don't like the idea of having a camera in sunglasses, and it seems that nobody else does either. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> it, it is too creepy, but Bose has these amazing sunglasses that you don't have speakers. You hear it through the bones in your head. It's very weird, and it's very fabulous. And what nobody knows is if you go to Bose.com and search the word refurbished, uh-huh. You're going to find factory refurbished Bose items on the site. And one of the other things I found, which I'm looking at if for any of my friends who will be begin traveling again, there is nothing that beats Bose Quiet Comfort headphones. Yeah, I they've mean, always made really good stuff. I mean, you can talk about all the earbuds in the world that you want, but if you're on a long flight, you want your ears covered with something cushy. You don't want on top of the ear headphones. You want the whole soft experience. And you don't want to hear the baby crying. But the problem is the quiet comfort headphones are usually like $300. Yeah. You can get factory refurbished for $159. Yeah, that's And great plus price. Bose and Dyson and Simple Human. I just bought... Um, Makeup mirror from Simple Human, who has these fabulous makeup mirrors that women just adore, gentlemen, if you're looking for a gift. Simple Human uh, mirrors. And they're very expensive, and it adjusts the light, and everything's wonderful about them. But they're crazy expensive, and they have them refurbished on eBay. eBay has a whole refurbished store, and everything you buy there has a two-year Allstate warranty. Oh, that's nice. So you can't beat that. You really can't. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things out that you can get now. As we talked about, you don't have to spend a fortune on. Uh, there's a uh, neck tech shish, uh, shoes. Was it shoesitsu? <laughs> how do you? I, you know, I'm, all of a sudden I went blank on how to say that. Shuitsu, shuitsu. How do you say that? I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, whatever it is, it's a monitor. I mean, it's a Shia massager. Shiatsu? Shiatsu. Shiatsu. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Shiatsu. Okay. That's it. All of a yeah, sorry about that. Uh, and basically, it's one of those things that you put around your neck, and it massages your neck, 
gives you, you know, kind of rollers that rotate in clockwise motion, mm -hmm. gets to all the spots around your neck. You can also use it on your back, your shoulder, and your legs. And those are always nice and fun items to get. And, they, you know, we all get tightness in our backs and our necks and our shoulders and our arms and everything. And they're so, pretty cheap, too. Yeah, th yeah, they're, yeah, most of these are not all that expensive. Um, Amazon Kindle's a nice gift still. If you just want to read a book and you you know you don't want to keep, yeah. I mean, I've got shelves and shelves and shelves of books over I the like years. I like books, so you know, and I, I like I them give too. Books. And you I need like to them. buy my, but my book is available on Audible and Kindle. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. Uh, you can uh, the, I did find a gift. By the way, I, I can't stress enough: factory refurbished. As long as your product is refurbished by the manufacturer, and those are the ones that are on eBay. Um, or they're refurbished by certified repair people. They're right. great. Um, but I did come up with one gift, which I thought was genius. Now, our cell phones can take all kinds of magical pictures, right? I mean, you right. got... But you want to give an adult a gift that's going to keep them busy and, you know, fascinated. On Amazon, it's a cell phone camera lens kit. 11 in 1. With a, and, and it has a device, and you clamp this on over the camp. I don't know how it works. You'll have to look at it up. But it's the 11-in-1 universal 20 times telephoto lens, has a 15 times wide angle, has a macro, has a fisheye lens, has a kaleidoscope lens, right. starlight, IMAS, tripod. And these are for iPhones. And I'm just thinking for $33, $32, which is what it costs, don't, if I gave that to you, wouldn't, oh, it seems you can use it on Samsung Galaxy 2. It comes, comes with go. mountings. Yeah, but wouldn't cool. that amuse you for at least a couple hours? I mean, that would be a fun thing to get for the holidays. Yeah, yeah that would be fun. You uh, definitely well. try out all the stuff. And it comes with a little bitty tripod. It's really cute. And it's 32 bucks. Yeah, that's cheap enough. Uh, last gift item, and then we should talk about holiday movies. Um, apparently, there's a thing called the Sleepy Ride Airplane Footrest, which you hook onto the back of the uh, chair when you're flying uh, around the table tray table in front of you, and then it's like a foot hammock, and it gently rocks you with the motion of the plane. It sells for about twenty bucks, and you can stretch your leg if you can. If you're actually on a flight where you can stretch your legs out, that's kind of a nifty thing to have. So uh, there's just some gift ideas. We'll have more as we... Uh, um, yeah, we got lots of gift ideas, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I found an article, even the best gifts for husbands, which maybe we'll talk about next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, actually, that one was on the list. That was on that list of best gifts for husbands. That's where I found that one. There so that you was go. Cool. There you go. Um, also, um, so let's talk holiday movies. We all love holiday movies. I, you know, I know that, and the ones that they've listed here... A Miracle on 34th Street, one of my favorite all-time movies. One of my, the original, what's fun is watching the original and then watching the remake. Yeah, remakes were not Which, nearly as good as the original. No. And Christmas uh, Story, oh my God, oh my God. Wonderful movie, the wonderful best, movie. Do you know I have a friend who has not seen Love Actually? Oh, I thought everybody <laughs> in the world had seen Love Actually. So did I. And Christmas, we're having a viewing on the big TV in the room. To watch Love Actually, which everybody should watch. If you haven't seen it before, watch it again. We watch it every you know couple years. And Elf, oh my goodness. Elf is always a fun film. Oh, such a great uh, the, film. You know, there's a new one out 
called 8-Bit Christmas. And I didn't know what it was. It's on HBO Max. And it stars, uh, oh gosh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. And I have to say, it's a lovely, fun holiday Christmas story about how when Neil Patrick Harris was a kid, he wanted to get his first Nintendo. So if you're into nostalgia, but you know, the kid who is his child in this is what's a Nintendo, you know, and it's an adorable movie again on HBO max called eight bit Christmas. And it, you know, it might just be kind of one of those, it's not a miracle on 34th street, but yeah. it was certainly, you know, <laughs> but then what is, and then of course you can, if you have never seen, and I can't imagine there are three people left on the planet that have never seen it's a wonderful life, but that is about as classic a Christmas movie as you could possibly find. Uh, right. With some of the greatest actors of all time, Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. And uh, just a one, again, it is a wonderful life and a wonderful movie. And if you movie. like the movie Billion, uh, the TV show Billions, <laughs> you're yep. probably going to like Scrooged with Bill Murray. And oh, yeah. that's that another one that we watch every few years or so because it is, uh, it's so amusing. It's such such a good movie to watch. There's so many good holiday movies that you can really get into but don't forget the classics yeah how about bad santa did you see <laughs> i have to yeah. say it was a cute movie billy bob thornton was you know i did i don't want bad santa <laughs> i know it wasn't see, your exactly warm and fuzzy movie yeah i mean when when you're a little jewish kid and it's christmas yep. you have no christmas you have a right. menorah you have a dreidel uh, okay we got all that by the way speaking of dreidels Mrs. Maisel next season is coming back December 9th, I believe. Oh, there you go. It's you either go. Mrs. Maisel big... or the new Sex in the City. One of the two of those is happening December 9th. I don't remember yeah. which. The, yeah, but they're, they're interchangeable. <laughs> you know, and I don't know how this has become a Christmas movie, but a lot of people think of it as a Christmas movie, Die Hard. And I'm trying to remember from the original Die Hard if I guess it must have taken place during the holidays. Yeah, they had Christmas uh, trees. <laughs> yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, because yeah. uh, a lot of people talk about that. But Marsha, you've got to admit, probably your all-time favorite holiday movie is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. Missed that one. Uh, you didn't Missed see that, that one, one, huh? Uh, oh, by the yeah. way, Mrs. Maisel is February 18th. I believe the new okay. Sex in the City is the 9th of December. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff out. And, you know, I, I did not watch Sex in the City at the start. Is that something you watched originally? Oh, my gosh. But it, I have to tell you, it, it is so not a guy show. Yeah, I know right. there are some of you guys who like it. My ex-husband loved it. But Kurt watched a couple with me, and he said, you can watch that on the tablet, can't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was kind of, the, I have to say, kind of the same way. You don't, I you, agree. you don't have to watch this on the big TV, do you? Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I think I watched the movie with my wife. Did they make they made a Sex and the City movie? I think didn't they a TV movie? Oh, they made two. They made two. I watched one. And the new one is called "And Just Like That." And wait a minute, it's supposedly it's it's on now. I just Googled it. It said you can watch it on Hulu, Sling TV, um, YouTube, uh, everywhere, Apple TV. Look at that! It's a ten season. It's called "And Just Like That," and it picks up the girls. What a decade or two decades later. So, okay. it's yeah. a t it's ten episodes. If you want to give your wife a Christmas gift, sit with her during one or two. 
episodes, right? Not seasons. <laughs> right, right, episodes. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm not watching uh, a whole season of that show. I'm sure it was lovely. My daughter loved it. My wife loved it. It just, you know, wasn't mine. But I will tell you, we talked about this before. And Cobra it's on Kai HBO is, Max, by the way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Cobra Kai is about to come back. And you did watch that, correct? Oh, my gosh. You you yeah. don't follow my Instagram. We uh, For Halloween one year... Four of us wore Cobra Kai t-shirts and made oh, KB sushi. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the, <laughs> the next season is, uh, season four should be coming, I believe, in December, if I remember correctly. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Cobra Kai was the spinoff to the original Karate Kid films, starring the original actors, uh, you know, and their original characters. And it's it's just one of the best TV series, probably one of the best TV series ever adopted from a movie. And very entertaining stuff, very enjoyable. And uh, I, I think that will, like I say, I think that will be on too. Uh, I also just today started watching on Apple TV Finch, 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 Finch with mm. uh, Tom Hanks about him. And oh, yeah. Kind of a, Hi, that was a little know. iffy. Uh, I really, you know, with, with the pandemic and all this, I, I just, like I watched The Shrink Next Door. Yeah, I, it's it was hard, interesting, that's a hard one to watch. But it's hard to watch, and I, and I, I don't want. No, I, it, I'm done. I am not going to watch the last episode because I hear it gets even worse. So yeah, I, it, I'm yep. over it. The it's, acting it's is good. Amazing it's in well it, done. Yeah. It's yeah. well casted, and it's really good. But it's hard to watch, and I, I just didn't need that kind of misery in my life. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a tough one. It's about a psychiatrist who kind of takes advantage of one of his patients over a period, and it's a true story, over yeah. a 30-year period of time, and it's just kind of brutal to watch. And I have to say, probably Will Ferrell's best role I've ever seen him in. Exactly. And, I was uh, shocked. And Paul and Rudd, who we usually adore on, on oh, shows. Oh, yeah. But, he's a real but bastard this time, in this show. Mm, yeah, bad, exactly. Bad, bad. Um, and then if you, ha if you have not yet had a chance to catch The Queen's Gambit, uh, that oh, was a terrific movie. Great, great, uh, great. Anna Taylor-Joy as Beth Harmon, who is one of the youngest chess players in the world. Great story. And I, she won an Academy Award, an Emmy, something for that, I think. Something for uh, that, yeah. And that, yeah, and, and that was really interesting. So, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. Are you watching anything on uh, network television? Um, um, network television, I'm watching... Yeah, I was really excited to see the lighting of the Radio City Christmas tree and cry that I wasn't there. Uh, but we say we're officially going to uh, uh, get to Chris to New York for Christmas next year. Yeah, exactly. One, and now, one thing I will say: if you haven't caught it, and you can pick it back up again, they Lady Gaga did a uh, the last concert with Tony Bennett, and I want to tell you, he's really amazing. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, he's done a just, you know, he's 95 years old. He was flawless with Lady Gaga in this special. And uh, it was just a wonderful, terrific show. So if you have a chance to see that, uh, that is it. And I think that is also probably it for us. So uh, everybody have a great week, a great holiday, and uh, we'll see you next week. Enjoy your shopping from all of us to you. It's Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, uh, and we are Computer and Technology Radio. Tell your friends if you enjoy listening to us. Message us on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. And we post stories throughout the week, interesting tech stories. And just visit with us. We like to think we're all friends. So until next week, this is Marsha saying bye-bye.
You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. <laughs>